0: Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast from Wales Online. Right, hello, welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast uh, from Edinburgh. It's, uh, it's been a very long week, hasn't it,
1: Andy? Um, well, first of all, maybe with Andy Howell. I should probably introduce you. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, that's been, it's been a long <laughs> week from the point of view. It's been plenty happening, hasn't it? Yep. The, uh, you know The uh, on-off, on-off merger between the... The post between the Ospreys and the Scarlet sort of overshadowed uh, most of the week. Uh, it, uh, the build up to the Scotland Wales game and um, you know it obviously ups. Obviously, it had effect. I guess on the players. Warren and said that after the match tonight, the training wasn't so good during the week, which was understandable. Really, it was a nine other days uh, starting lineup against Scotland from either the Ospreys or the. Uh, all the Scarlets and even though those boys would be assured of contracts, you know, would probably be playing on their minds that if anyone of uh who've got families or mortgages or whatever. So uh, it, you know, that came at the wrong time. It should have uh, would have been much better if it hadn't had the six uh, six nations.
0: Yeah, it would have. But um like we said there, the other reason that we are in Edinburgh is to talk about uh Wales Scotland. Um Yep, eighteen 11 wasn't a classic by any means. It was a um, good game, not. I enjoyed it. it was yeah. A test match. Uh, probably sort of the old
1: cliché, game of two halves. It certainly was, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Wales were in command for the first half. Total command. Another uh, try would have been the end of it, if you would have thought. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Gatlin said he was a bit relaxed in the changing room, perhaps on the coaches. Half-time, I think they thought they'd done a job. Maybe mine switched switch there the next week to... Uh, uh, you know, Six Nations uh, Grand Slam finale against uh, Ireland, and um, and we we all switched off, and Scotland came out to the uh, out in the second half, a much better team, and Scotland were also really pepped up by um, substitutions, um, of Am- Amish Watson and Adam Easton's made a huge difference to uh, to them, and uh, Wales were hanging on for their lives. They rattled up so many titles during that second uh, half. It was only the defense really that stood up, yeah. and. Uh, um and meant that Grand Sam's dream still alive. So yeah, let's let's
0: um let's start with the first half. Um sort of apart from a it was a sort of fifteen minute spell at the start where Scotland looked quite threatening and Wales didn't really get a foothold. After that, Wales really took control, didn't they? And it, it it
1: was it was a pleasing performance for yeah. that first half, wasn't it? Yeah, he played the best rugby in the championship. He looked a good attacking force course, it's a lot easier when you got the ball on the front foot yep. uh, to do things. It meant that uh, Garthansk and Moussidhar had uh, more time. Uh, orchestrated well, I thought, and I thought him and uh, Ardy Pax were well together. justified Pax, man of the match, thought he was excellent uh, because he was... Uh, it's almost a rainy, actually. <laughs> Some, uh, uh, when I say Welsh, uh, you know, for Welsh players or Welsh teams that uh, have someone running on a ball flat out and taking flat passes and... Uh, and if you do that and the timing's right, which it was, uh, you're almost certainly going to go over the gain line. And he was yeah. doing that. And then the, um, you know, Jonathan Davis did well as attacking uh, attacking force, and uh, Josh Adams is uh, is dynamite really out wide, and Liam Williams looked good. So Wills did play some really good attacking rugby. There was a great build up to um, to uh, um, uh, Adams' try, and it was good stuff as well in the build up job. Uh, Davis's, you know, their four was carried as well. Uh, I think Rob Emmis did on a one. Ken Owens, uh, Jake Paul, when he, he was on as a himself at the time, and they softened them up a bit. Then when he got numbers, they moved the ball quickly. It was good. Yeah, or well, for, for uh, John Davis's try. Those
0: those two sort of out to in lines that Hadley Parks ran. were just nigh on sort of they were almost it was sort of in, soft in shoulders the, impossible to defend, would not they? It's just you yeah. know he's, he's come so he's come from so far out on both occasions yeah. that he's just. It's, it's, it's the defender's blind spot, and it's just so hard to defend. And it just that's what Wales did so well today. And I think it's quite it's quite pleasing. You know, we look at the England game, and they had they racked up what, thirty four phases for Corey Hills' try. Similar line that day. Uh, today they they went through twenty four phases for that try. Wales suddenly looked quite comfortable going through the phases, being patient, and and, and finding the try score opportunity, which hasn't always been the case in the last few seasons which
1: you know it's a, it's, a, it's a real improvement on that sort of front isn't it yeah for sure yeah you've got to be patient haven't you and, uh, and not be tempted to kick the ball away uh, when as you kick the ball away try a cross kick or a chip or something like that which can be at best 50-50 to get it back uh, so yeah they kept it in hand and uh, and you know I think Wales has got good players who can play that sort of game it's just uh, you know, letting them off the leash to do it
0: yeah you know, one, one player who you mentioned briefly there, Josh Adams. He 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 just looks like he's made for tests to match rugby, doesn't he? You know that 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 finish. Maybe maybe it wasn't great defence, but Blake Kinghorn. But it, you know it's it's the sort of typical finish of a winger who is full of confidence.
1: You, you know, you get one on one, and you think I'll beat him on the outside. Yeah, but well, he's getting. Gonna... Yeah. You know, I, uh, one, yeah one great defence, but I don't think I don't know if any defender would have would have stopped uh, Adams then because he stood him up he slowed and there's his, you know the great Barry John says he's so hard to defend against a stop and go uh, so he st- slowed up stopped King on and then he fat footed him with some great footwork and then acceleration and it was uh, he was just round him just like that you know he made a fullback but, but silly really but I don't know if there was a lot he could do about it you really needed to be a special fullback Aaron so quick off the mark to stop that yeah, absolutely you know because Adams was really clever he had a I guess he had to 20 metres of free running before he got to him. Yeah, plenty of time in those situations. So, sometimes it's more difficult for the attacker because you're, out, you're not on instinct then. you have oh, it up I and deciding what to do. Sometimes it was easier to beat a person off instinct. But so he, he weighed up what he had to do and it showed how good a player it is, that he is uh, that he was able to carry out what he, uh, what he planned. So, yeah, um, i to think, other positives from that first half? Um, well, four was in command when he was yeah. in then. Uh, you know, front, uh, front five was come on, I thought Aaron Bieber had a good game. Thought he, uh, I thought he was a safe option in the line-out. Yep. He just obviously disrupts Scotland ball in the second half. He's got this knack of being able to swim through malls and get his hands on a ball carry all legally. Yeah. And he was th- also hitting a breakdown well. There was one example yeah.
0: where he, he, he just yeah. got pinged on his own line, didn't he, for mm-hmm. collapsing the mall. And the very next line, now you sometimes most players there would probably think, right, I'll, I better leave off this because you know I've literally just been pinged on my own line. Do something now, and it's, it's a yellow card and possibly a penalty try. And he, 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 you know, he Diffused them all and 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 stopped it. And that's that's a sign of of, of a player who, who trusts trusts his own sort of ability to do the job. As Gatlin said afterwards, you know, all these players trust their own ability to do their job, and it means that they don't have to sort of carry each other. They can you know and that's that's as guaranteed. That's, that's the that's the sort of key to having a good team. Yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. He also was well one won a vital penalty in that second half and was under the cosh Really the yeah, really under the cosh running. Yeah Navidi, Navidi chopped down the, the man and, mm. and beard got over it. Yeah. I I thought thought he did, yeah. And Alan Wynne Jones I thought he could know, covered every bit of grass. He was into everything. Uh first half carrying he did a lot stuff like that. And then second half def- defending, chasing keeping the team going, yeah, um, good. And uh you know, Ken, yeah. I thought Ken always had a better game today and uh Thomas Max has made the number three jersey zone and Rob Evans is a really good skillful player. Yep. So as good as the first half was the second half
0: was not brilliant was it? In terms of platform from defence, no. Defence was fantastic and, and, and Wales did well to sort of hold out. Although you probably you sense it should never have been that close?
1: Well, it shouldn't have been based on what we saw in the first half, but give the got some credit. Yeah. Because they really upped that game and played much better in the second half. Now, was that down just to them playing better or Wales alone had to play better initially and then they generated momentum? What do you think? It's hard to tell, isn't it? It's just probably a
0: large part of that is Scotland playing better because there wasn't there wasn't many opportunities where Wales had a chance to grab a foothold and get some territory. But whenever they did, Dan Bigger sliced a kick that was easily returned, he sliced a penalty that meant that we had a line out on our own twenty two rather than in Scotland's half, which was lost. Um, Ali Davis put a box kick out on the full. Whenever we got an opportunity to sort of to, to clear our lines and get some play some territory, we we didn't really take it. Even sort of I think it was um uh, it was a loose pass by Scotland that Hadley Parks hacked through. Josh Adams nearly scored off it. He, I know, Bounce went away from him. Then. Yeah. If he had Bounce sat up for him, he would have scored.
1: Wales, okay. They, they had a chance they, off they that. Had a, they right? had a chance
0: off that and you've know, you, you got to back yourself to score but they just coughed the ball up sort of
1: yeah, well, that, nigh on immediately, I, didn't they? Well, they, they actually I think they went for a couple more phases. They went through and a few then, phases. And he had a chance. It was all on our right yeah. and Jake Ball carried the ball up and he ended up getting penalised, with it? Josh Adams, Josh there. Adams, Josh Adams. Oh, then the ball knocked was passed on, behind him. On, yeah, yeah, he won a great pass on Bigger, slightly behind him, but he knocked on yeah. Adams. Yeah, but the, but the real chance is when they gave the, the ball, to, they should have, shouldn't have given the ball the ball. Yeah. They, they should have moved it then, and he had an overlap. But because they went for that extra phase with ball, it actually allowed the um, Scottish defence to realign. But that was, it was one of the few
0: moments of sort of, of rugby with the ball that Wales played in that half and came, any moment, and then from from the scrum, yeah. Scotland clear their lines, Wales mistake, Scotland have the ball in Wales's half and, and you just you just compounded the error. Um it was ironically it was only the last sort of three minutes. And Wales got up there. Wales got up there and just played played sensible rugby, kept it in the right area, got the penalty, <coughs> closed the match off.
1: Yeah.
0: Just wonder whether we could have seen that a little
1: bit sooner. We, really, I think you would have hoped so. But what you've you know, what you've touched on there, unfor, in a sense, unforced errors almost. Yeah. As Scotland up Scotland a lot of uh, possession. Penalty count rose, didn't it? Plus the penalty count, Wales conceded 11 and the match was is high for them. And because they were conceding uh, penalties, they were putting themselves under pressure and now Scotland to kick the corner. They give penalties away like that against Ireland. You know, he's better than the up cup of if they kick to the corner. I mean, so some were probably... Was some were, some were
0: borderline, but then the problem with them was they were, they were borderline, but it was the same borderline penalties you'd like to think that if you get done by a borderline penalty once you learn from it so yeah. if you if Pascal Gozo was very quick on penalizing players for not rolling away, and yet Wales continually got pinged for not rolling away yeah you'd, but, you'd, you'd think at
1: some point Wales yeah. would take the initiative there and yeah, but maybe because they were under so much pressure. It's tough. It's tough, and yeah. they're still doing that because they're feeling if they didn't do it, that perhaps the Scotland would have got some tries So they've that's just. The, that's they, the balance. He's literally throwing the ball down. So it's you know, uh, I guess the problems could have gone uh, deeper for Wales if he'd seen been the player, which maybe you know maybe could have. It, felt, it felt like it could have gone didn't it? Mm. Mm. Mind you, I will say I thought he was excellent. I enjoyed his refereeing. Thought he's got an empathy with the players, uh, fluent with them, firm. They knew exactly where they stood, and uh, he didn't seem to be that bothered if the ball was at the number eight f- f- uh, uh, feet and the scrum Then went down, he just said, get out of there. Well, that's great. I think, you know, I much prefer that, to have a load of scrum resets and uh, spawn it, so I thought he contributed to an entertaining game. It's interesting, because you see a few people on Twitter who weren't particularly pleased in his performance well they, they can think what they want but so, so what Schoen. do they want do they want I don't, a rest I, I personally don't want referees who just keep on blowing up want to be the centre of attention uh, I'd much prefer people like our own Nigel Owens and, uh, and, uh, and this guy Pascal that um, we've got an empathy and a love of the game uh, to breathe and, uh, and deliver some entertainment because at the end of the day spectators pay a lot of money to watch it and they want to be entertained Fair enough. It's, it's a balance to strike, isn't it? Between, well, you,
0: between you know, empathy yeah, yeah. And, and sticking to sticking to the rules, the laws, rather.
1: Yeah, but, you know, you, that's how you interpret the laws. Isn't it? I don't think there's anything wrong with this referee. In fact, France has got a batch of really good referees. Arguably, they've got the best, it's a group, they got the best referees in the world. They probably do, yeah. But, yeah, numbers, yeah. Mm. Um...
0: So, yeah, in terms of what else was there from the match to talk? like, uh, man, do you want a blank?
1: It's late, late, on, late on Saturday night, isn't it? Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, Well, Gat- you know, Gatlin, he, he, he actually, you know, after the match, had, uh, it was quite interesting, he put his hand up, and he sort of, like, was almost the management, blaming himself, for so Wills going off the ball in the second half. But that's, yeah, it was quite uh, interesting. It was, wasn't it, yeah? Yeah, Um
0: Probably, probably, even more surprising because they had a press. They, they had a period of about ten minutes before half-time where there was loads of pressure, and they didn't score. And they, you know, they didn't really sort of keep the foot on Scotland's throat. Then that probably you, you'd have thought that would have been a warning to
1: Gatland more than anything. Yeah, but perhaps Wales were so comfortable at that time. And that's why they didn't yeah. think that Scotland was anyway way back for Scotland.
0: Because you felt had had Wales scored before yeah. half-time again, it was game over. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah which, you know, maybe, may to me, that, that makes it more surprising than that Gatlin's sort of gone in at half-time and feeling comfortable because you don't take a chance like that towards the end of the half. No. You're thinking, well, we haven't fully, you know, we yeah. haven't killed them off yet. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So, Wales as well, there was, uh, Garth Davis some, over at some uh, box kicks and he did a better fingers early on. <laughs> he was, uh, he, was, he, was slo- he was sloppy today, wasn't he? Uh, but he got the blood packs going quite well but the uh, you know, that comes back to the old uh, platform again. Wales just did have a good platform, so it yeah. easier for the half-backs. So, yeah, he was no, a bit in and, uh, in, in and out. I thought um, his, bo- his box kicking was just... I don't know, yeah. no, no height and just a lot of distance, wasn't it? it was, yeah. It was he... just, just just makes it... You've got to decide what you're going to do, are not you? You've got to either kick shorter and now people the challenge to the ball or try and kick him even uh, as long as you can. To try and get behind the defence, it gave you know that, that,
0: it really helped them because they just it gave it, gave it gave Scotland such sort of good kick return sort yeah, of yeah. value. Then you know when you, Hastings came on, they had a second receiver. Darcy Graham was sort of he was lively. Wasn't yeah, he, you, he you was you can good. see you can mm. see why Scotland fans were probably a little bit pleased with Sean Maitland being injured because mm. it, it meant Townsend had to pick Darcy Graham, and you you know. Very, very nearly scored early on in that first half, and it could have been, a, you know, changed the complexion of
1: the game had he sort of gone through there. Is he a Shane Williams in the making? Stature, yeah, he's tit- a little, strong, yeah. you know, very strong. The, the other thing I think we got to talk about is Liam Williams has been injured. Uh, yeah. Where's played it down afterwards said he was a stinger, he'd be okay and all, but uh, you know, I think the, the proof of being a pudding uh, this week. How much he trains and will he really and will he be fit for next? Uh, Uh, Saturday uh, be a blow to lose him but of course guy who was up here uh, as a travelling reserve Mr Lee Halfpenny waiting in the wings to come back what do you think? If there's any
0: way they can get Liam Williams fit for next week they won't drop him because I think think he's playing the best rugby of his career Um, I mean there was was a high ball he took today where he, he had no right to even get close to it and he's plucked it out of the air Landed on the floor with about inches left of the sort of <coughs> by the touchline and, and stayed in field and I think he gave an offload to North. You know he, he is just playing ridiculously well and um, you, you saw how much they missed him when he went off because bigger came on who was a bit he, he was a little, I don't know he, he, he felt like he wasn't expecting to be thrown in at that point. Cause he seemed a little bit shaky and then he got frustrated by it. Which is fair enough because Wales just didn't have the ball. So Anscombe went a fullback, and it just felt like the way Wales were reading Grubbers wasn't as sort of precise as when Liam Williams was there. Because um, I, I think Liam has probably come on. Either either I don't know whether he's either come on a lot in that regards or whether he just never got the credit. But people talk about Lee Halfpenny as being a great reader of the of. of Defence, Liam Williams has proven the Six Nations that he is as good. Mm. So, if he's fit next week, he starts.
1: Oh, yeah, he will start definitely. Yeah. But if he doesn't start, he's got a pretty good reputation yeah, sure yeah, coming. Yeah. I think we're, 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 we're quite alright with Lee Harpenny coming in, aren't we? Yeah, because that does improve the goal kicking as well. Because, yeah, you know, you know Anscombe's goal kicking wasn't great today. I know it was windy. <laughs> I thought he was. Brilliant. Okay, he missed. He missed one from out he wide. A difficult one. And he a yeah, the post. The him. post was a bit of a shame, but
0: you know, he, the first, the first conversion he kicked from out wide, uh, and he kicked a penalty um, from about forty meters. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought, I thought his goal was all right. You know, he missed word, the, the, he missed one, the one, the one he missed in front of the post, he'd be a bit sort of disappointed because he hit the post. Yeah. But um, all in all, I thought Anton had a really good game. Yeah, he did. I was impressed. Game, might say. Yeah, was I think. Long. Him and him and Hadley Parks are starting start a sort of form former partnership, sort of similar to what we used to see with Priestland and Jamie Roberts. Mm, they read each other. Yeah, and it's so, on the same page. Yeah, you know, because as good as it is having Parks taking the ball at first receiver and smashing it up, it's even more dangerous sometimes
1: when you've got him taking a flat ball off Gareth Anscombe's oh, attempt because it just. Oh yeah, because one of the strengths of Anscombe's game is his timing of his passes and their flat passes and putting it using balls to put people in the space yeah you know a master running on a ball as well used to be Tom Shankler, oh, yeah. an expert at a similar sort of thing so yeah I thought that worked really well that partnership was interesting so I think that's that's the
0: Scotland game put to bed isn't it yeah, um, we've got to look ahead now we have got to look ahead there's a grand slam to be won. exactly after probably the most chaotic week of Welsh rugby we're now probably looking forward to
1: quite a big w- uh, we week of Welsh rugby for different reasons haven't we uh, unless the merger's are back on this week as you know oh, Welsh rugby you, know, don't uh, you out never there. know yeah, don't be like that uh, I'm off I'm off Monday Tuesday so if it is yeah. well I can't see I'll it. Be, I'll be I can't, <laughs> can't you've back on at this stage no. but it's something that uh, uh, I don't think we've heard the end of all that yet um, no because uh, you've got to wonder about the financial situation I guess from what we've WRU came out today didn't office. it Talk about trying the very bad news because they have been uh, hopeless uh, since it all broke. They've been hiding behind the PRB, which is uh, you know which they are part of. uh, Been hiding behind that, they haven't fronted up at all. And then lo and behold, today the uh, chairman, Gareth Davis appears on all things live today program on Radio Four. Now I don't think that's you should have addressed the Welsh media. Yep. Uh, they should have fronted up, Martin Phillips, the chief executive. How many press conferences has he done? Has he has been chief executive of the Welsh Rugby Union? Uh, uh, ben under fifteen. Yeah, can't say. Uh, hasn't done a lot. He's been fronting up this week. You think? questions. You think about you think about the
0: people who've answered the questions this week: Warren Gatland, Alan Jones, Ken Owens, Alan Clark, Moldvay pivak you know, yeah, uh, Kerry Gary Jones. Yeah. yeah. Phillips and Davis haven't said anything and then the day of the match yeah. Davis comes well, out
1: I can't imagine Gatland and the Team Wales would be thrilled with that Well, they you wouldn't. know what Gatlin said the other day Martin Phillips and Gat- or Gareth Davis should have come out and they should have said that Yeah. you know Gatlin Gatlin, you know, Gatlin seemed as though he was doing a job for the WIU um, you know so I think they've handled it really badly the Welsh union. you know you've got to lead them not you yeah. and if it you know love them or loathe them predecessors, Martin predecessors, Roger Lewis, or David Moffat, they would have fairness, they would have fronted up. Without any doubt. That's the thing, you know, even
0: whoever's, whoever you see the blame lying with, whether you see it with WIU, whether you see it with PRB, which, you know, whether you see it with the Ospreys, most people in Wales will look at this as the WIU's problem because it's, the Welsh Rugby Union, oh, it I and mean, it's, it's, it's Wales Rugby. Mm. It's, it's, they're the governing body. That's the, that's the sport. For them to be silent for the whole week is just oh, it's, it's unforgivable. You know, whether whether they feel that you know whether whether they feel they're to blame, they probably don't because whoever feels they're to blame, yeah. but uh, they've still they still had to address
1: it. it yeah. It's it's just and it's now just now unbelievable. They've, now they've chosen to address it on Radio Four. sure how many people listen to it. We all do respect how many people in Wales <laughs> listen to Radio Four on Match Day when they know. The Welsh media is occupied with the match. Well, oh, yeah, There's actually actually English journalists on Twitter that alerted me to it, which yeah. sort of tells you everything
0: you need to know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, like we said, we I don't think really anyone's got to the bottom of it. it Who's you know? There's been claims, counter claims. Oh, so um, statements. Yeah, lots of statements. Lots of so statements. many statements from so many different bodies or organisations, yeah. like. Uh, but I, you know, and the. But the underlying trend, perhaps, or the bottom line is, it just highlights the money problems in yeah. uh, Welsh rugby. And you've got to be concerned about not only the future of the Ospreys, I think, but, uh, yeah, you know, all, all pro-rugby, really. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, right. yeah, in fairness to WIU, I guess they have tried to address that uh, a bit, trying to put it on a more stable uh, footing. But, uh, you know, they should offer more leadership. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, people's people's jobs are a lot, a, sort of at risk, um, isn't it? People's jobs, mortgages. You know, I suppose. I suppose you know. We,
0: we talk this week about It's, it's, it's not ideal timing in terms of the Grand Slam, but you know, people's lives can not wait when it comes to no. those sort of things, can they? No. And that's that's where the silence is really unforgivable. You know, as soon as mm. as soon as this problem sort of came out, whether it, it, it just was like, right, we, let's address this now. The worst thing they can do is sort of try, 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 try sort of hide and bury it under the carpet for a bit longer because you know we're getting to the end of the season and
1: there are players who still don't know what their future is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, let's forget about that and move on to Ireland. Yeah. Let's hope that doesn't reappear this week, so Wales can concentrate and players can concentrate on the job against Ireland. What's the deal? what do you what do you see as the potential pitfalls?
0: Oh, well, Ireland are a very very good team. We know that they probably haven't hit the heights of last year. They, well, they haven't uh, in the Six Nations. Um, I think England showed a sort of good blueprint on how to beat them. Um, it's whether you can do that against them because we probably tried to do that against them in Dublin last year. You know. Just be physical and try and match them physically, knock them back on the game line. It didn't work. Um, whether that's changed a
1: year round, we've got a different personalities, don't
0: we? Yeah, you
1: yeah, know, um, back row Yeah, you know, last
0: year, what was last year was Shingler and well, and yeah, Moriarty was playing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, So it's only it's only Tipperick really, isn't yeah. it? And
1: Navidi's on the six. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sam Woburn he. He's said a few times since that game last season. That was a a match the Irish physicality, and that was a match actually where Wales needed someone like Dan. Idiot, demolition man, big, big, and knocking people back in the tackle or stopping them on the game line. Yeah, Uh, which might be a fair point. You know, Peter O'Man, he was excellent. He was that game. uh, so that is going to be the thing again, stopping it. But Wales, that game last season, Wales caused them a lot of problems when we moved the ball. Oh, we did. We, we, we got, got it. We got outside of them.
0: Yeah. Hmm. And we exposed them a bit. Yeah. No, it, it's the 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 thing is they 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 play quite similar styles. Whereas an island, they sort of play with uh, two pods of three in the middle and a, a forward sort of sort of lurking out wide either side. So. For as much as England showed a blueprint on how to defend against Ireland, two weeks later, Wales then sort of tore apart that blueprint with how they broke down the English defence by picking and going. So yeah. it is, it's going to be decided by the finest of margins as most well, Test ma- yeah, match rugby
1: is. So really, I think uh, Ireland-England game was uh, five margins. Uh, England's got to try in the first couple of minutes because he yeah. was drawn in. If he'd stayed out on his man trusted the defender inside him, England probably wouldn't have scored so there's one try, then you had the kick through, Stockdale actually got his hands on the ball, he was expecting to gather and uh, he lost the ball in the end yeah. of the challenge, Sexist. Uh, Sexist. really have really held on to it, you had an interception, yeah. of course they were chasing the game at that stage yes. Se- yeah. but that put a bit of a false, you know, Plus false they Plus the Ben Young's blitzed in late which really made a big difference, yeah, put the, the put pressure back. on didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, uh, and Ireland were, weren't on the front foot. Really, yep. so it's a lot more difficult to play, isn't it? So they should, the Ireland actually should kick a lot more ball from Sexton, uh, rather than try moving it. They should have, uh, they should have kicked a lot more for position and just put England in and in half and try to put them under pressure that way. Because it was one of those games which could, which I think will probably be the case next week, where you, you can't switch it out. Yep. So when you can't see each other out, you've got to kick a lot more. Yep. Um, they, they they don't they don't kick much with Sexton. Is that because I just wonder if Sexton he's got like a leg problem or something like that? And he can't kick the ball anymore. I don't know because it's not.
0: You wouldn't think it's because he's he's worried about taking hits because he takes the ball to the line. Oh yeah, he's so flat tight. anyway. So yeah. I, I, well, just, if he's I think kick, He'd be standing a bit deeper. I least. think I think they're just they're vested in Connor Murray being probably one of the best box kickers in the world. But the yeah, problem is he, he's you know, he, he hasn't
1: come back. To, he hasn't found his best He's still like a rusty. neck injury. Yeah.
0: Mm. Well, Sexton Sexton's been a bit frustrated anyway in the last few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he hasn't quite hit the heights of last year. I think probably underestimated how much last year probably took out of a lot of them Irish boys. But you know, yeah. a Grand Slam in Cardiff is like a
1: it's a, it's a red rag to a bull. Well,
0: like they're not. They're not going to. They
1: could not. be assuming be in France. They could be in a position where they still have a chance of winning the yeah. championship itself. Definitely. Yeah. You know, but let's face facts. If you uh it's, it's obviously Wales win the championship, they win the Grand Slam if we lose against Ireland next week it's every possibly they're going to end up third England will win the title England with the win, bonus yeah. point situation you know because I, I would have thought i tip. Though well, Scotland did well in the second half of the day I would have thought that will take quite a bit out of um, England will. England will pro- I say they get a bonus point of victory England will know exactly what they need to do before the match because they gave us the last uh, last uh, fixture on Super Saturday might be a case England only need to get a win to win a championship well unless
0: I'm mistaken England are a point behind us uh, I think they got the bonus points mean
1: at the moment yeah they got uh, some they, stuff they so they
0: got the bonus points they're a point behind us so even if Wales lost with a bo- two bonus points so England the, uh, England only need a win now
1: yeah, that's, that's right, that's right. Yeah. It? yeah. Wales got 16, haven't they? England got so, yeah. 15. Yeah. Matchs, so, England, England if, if we, if we yeah. lose, no matter what happens, yeah. if we
0: lose, England only need to win. So, that is, you know, we know it's a stake. Hmm. And, you know, it's, you know, not that any team would ever sort of rely on someone else to sort of do them a favour, but we can rely on Scotland to go to Twicken and beat them.
1: That's not going to happen.
0: No. Last time they went, I think they had 50 you know, points put it? yeah, on they're, they're not they? are not a good away team Scotland.
1: Yeah, it's not going to They've got injuries and all that. They have a lot more to do. Yep.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: But, um, so. As Gatlin says, the atmosphere. It's going to be a fantastic atmosphere. There'll be loads of Irish over for the game as well, mind. It's going to be manic there. It will be almost like I think it will be. Uh, could rival that of uh, 2005, you know, when Wales won their first Grand Slam for 27 years, uh, and which is on this game. And the build-up uh, yep. uh, could be right up there with that. It could. It like been you know, don't th- forget, it was and what, and what a championship, my Six years. It's a long time. There's been a few parallels in 2005. I think, mm-hmm. isn't there? You know,
0: mm-hmm. Murrayfield, fourth game up. Yep. Good first half, not so good second half. Uh, different, very 2005 different. 2005, sp- Different spectrums, wasn't it? It was first half of the and then took took the foot off on oh, yeah. the second yeah. half, yeah. Yeah. lesser scale. 2005, you <coughs> played play France. Getting hammered at half-time, weren't we? And then we came back. Yeah.
1: Under the pump. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's
0: a, there's a few parallels. There is. Yeah. Just need uh, Rob Evans to charge down Johnny Sexton now. And it's all... Yeah, death Jenkins all
1: over again. Yeah. yeah. It'll all be sorted. Yeah. So it's going to be a tough challenge up front. And they will... They will pose some problems behind. or we will. Like I said, we will give them problems behind as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. In fact, I'd like to see something going down.
0: Yeah, I think I think we're starting. Yeah. When Wales got on top, I think it was after Davis' second try yesterday, they started to play some they, you could see they'd come to play rugby and they started, you know, George North was getting in the game and breaking tackles, all those offloads. They're playing with confidence and yeah. you know. They'll feed off that next week and if they can I say if they can put together an eighteen minute performance I'm confident they're they'll put. They, they will put together an 80 minute performance next week. To to well, I just think. I think with like these games, England, Ireland, it's too big to let your concentration drop. Doesn't doesn't mean we'll win because it's settled by such fine margins. But we won't go off the boil for 40 minutes like we maybe did today. Yeah. But um, I yeah, think they'll yeah. play an 80 minute match, and that might be enough. It might not be. Oh, I think it'd be
1: enough. Yeah, you know, I'm going to lay down the line now. Oof. So, Bolt. Let's cut the chase now. The Wales are going to win a Grand Slam. Because, there you know, go. I think we're going to be too good from behind. The yeah. only way yeah, I can see them beating us is if they suffocate us. And we give that a away which allow them to get through our 22, use their driving line out and all that. In fact, they're beating their power, men. You know, what's going to be interesting is... You know, the, like the composition in the Irish back row is going to be interesting actually because they've had injury right? yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got other problems, a and they've had. So, yeah, I'm tipping Wales. I'm confident Wales are going to win a Grand Slam. Here we are, Ben. At... Are you as confident as me?
0: Yes, I think they will. Although, I don't know, the one thing that I'm going through in my head in a minute, I don't know whether it's an advantage or a disadvantage. Do you think the fact that Wales, knowing that it's Grand Slam or bust, that there's no.
1: Lose this and we can still win the Six Nations. Do you think that's an advantage or a disadvantage? Advantage. They know exactly what they got to do, they've got to win a game. Yeah. Yeah. And they know they're going to only need to win by a point. You don't, you
0: don't see it as piling more pressure yeah. on them to. No, not at all. Although, to be fair, this
1: Wales team, I think they like to pile the pressure on themselves, yeah. don't they? Ah. Gatlin was saying today, that's what you put pressure on yourself. And... Much better than you just a straight win and you haven't to go in and think you've got to win by eight points or ten points or something. Yep. Yeah. So, but you know, it's Destiny's in Wales's own hands. Gatland's. Final Six Nations coach, uh, final Six Nations match as Wales coach. As <laughs> he, he did say before bursting into laughter, yeah. uh, he may be back with England.
0: So uh,
1: Alan Jones uh, shuffled his seat away from him a little bit. Uh, All you know, the comedians, they were happy in the win. Um, yeah, so it's Scotland final, the, you know, uh thing, Welsh players will want to reward him. He's been great for uh, for Wales. Done a brilliant job. Um, it's been a fantastic era and uh, they're gonna be fired right up for you know for that. And like he said that's today, you know, right. you can't you can't take
0: away records from people. You, you know, that's the one thing you can not take away. Yeah. Mm. Fourteen wins in a row, most that Wales would ever do, yeah. ever done, sorry. Well, they and have uh, already. they have the record, yeah. they're just extending it now. Yeah. And plus Gatham would be the most th- successful coach in six nations this First coach, win three, yeah, three Grand Slams, first coach. Mm. I think John John Dawes did two
1: yeah Laporte did too but no one's ever I'm done not 3 not a professional leader anyway. no so but, you know, it'll be a remarkable achievement although he has been in a job a long time mate so he has but mm-hmm. still great you know it's a quite good that you got, won yeah. one with England World Cup yeah two or three yeah, yeah. you are is that an old man yeah, just shows first you first now go on and win the World Cup uh. <laughs> like, let's leave that one for another day because we're up here in Scotland uh, Ben and I know you're uh, you're angry. I think. I think two thousand and three was the exception. Cause I think two thousand and seven was France. Two thousand
0: and eleven was England, and twenty fifteen was Ireland. Yeah.
1: So we don't. Some... No,
0: none of them, apart from France two thousand and seven, none of them got beyond the course. Yeah. I I I I've been thinking this all week. I've been thinking. Let's not let's whatever happens with this six nations. Let's not it, it has no bearing on what will happen in the world cup. No, it doesn't. Let's just no, enjoy if we if we get a grand slam, just enjoy the grand slam for what it is. World cup will happen later in the year, but this is here and now. Six, you can't, you can you cannot bulk at a six nations grand slam, can you? No, and I think that's a good way to finish up the pod. That's a fantastic there. way to finish the pod, right? For all the latest on what is going to be a massive week in Welsh rugby. You can catch all the build-up to Wales v Island next Saturday on Wales Online.